welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip DeBlock, and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals that talk about uh, the news and the issues, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce the crew to you guys. If you don't mind waiting for the uh, video portion of our show, uh, we have attorney and former federal prosecutor Ward Mythaler. And all retired this evening, we have Chief John Newman, Captain Brett Bartlett, Lieutenant Randy Sutton, Corporal David D. Gresta, and we have producer Will Statzer. So I think I've got everybody. So thanks, guys, for being on the show. Also, a shout out to our sponsors. We have Galls, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TAC-Tote.com, and we are fueled by Bang Energy. So thanks to all those entities for uh, helping make this happen. Let's go ahead and see what we're going to start off with here. Now, I want to get something really good here. Let's uh, let's start off with a, with a video. Uh, it's on uh, the YouTube channel called This Is Butter. So video inconsistencies prompt calls for deputies indictment for killing an unarmed man. Get up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bro. I'm fucking sorry, eh? I still got the taser on. Oh, you. fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. Ah. Just put him in my unit. Ah. Help. Help oh, what? Fuck, I'm sorry, dude. Stop resisting right now. Ah. Stop resisting fuck. right now. Please don't. Please. Do you want to get tased again? Do you want to get tased again? No, but... Just again. Do you want to get tased again? No, but... I don't... Sorry, I don't care man. about the butts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead and pat him down. I got the taser on him. Please. Please, don't. Oh. I will tase you in the okay, room. I'm sorry, bro. like a bitch. I'm don't sorry. Uh, fuck, man. What did I do? What did you do? Yeah. I don't know. What did you do? I'm sorry, man. I'm fucking sorry. Oh. Fuck. Fuck, man. Help me. Oh. Fuck. Fuck. Please, dude. I'm sorry. Anything I'm else? I'm sorry. No? no. Get out of the goddamn car man. right now. Okay, get out. Okay, man. Get out. I'm sorry. Still, man. Get out of the get fucking car! Get out of the fucking car! Get out of the fucking car now! I will oh. fucking shoot you! Oh. Cock and move! Cock and move! get a little confusing so i'm not going to go into too much detail um you know producer will when we produce these videos he takes this uh, our our 90 minute live show on monday and he splits it up in the five segments and he uploads those to youtube and i put them on rumble tuesday through saturday and we'll have links to all the material all the stories all the videos underneath that and plus i put everything in advance on our uh leo roundtable facebook page so you can look at that in advance before we even do this live show uh, but on march 27th it says that a CCSO Deputy Joshua McKelvey and Deputy Benjamin Conklin, uh, that they're called a reference to a disorderly subject. And employees of a dairy said that David, uh, a, a, 
I guess, Aguilera. He was attempting to ride a tractor. So uh, they took the keys away from him and, the dep- and they waited for the deputies to arrive. So upon arrival, we've got those two deputies and then a deputy, Cody Smotherman. They arrive and they arrest this guy. They wrestle him to the ground and they end up tasing him five times. So you see this video. It's obtained by the paper and the deputies, you can you can be here. You know, they're, they're making an issue of him them saying, hey, you want to be shot? And the guy says no. But less than an hour later, the guy is shot to death uh, by McKelvey and Conklin, the deputy. So um, after asking if he needed a ride somewhere, uh, McKelvey told uh, Aguilera to turn around, put his hands behind his back. And he said, yes, sir. And, and he turns to do that. But then he tries to pull away. And then the deputy gives him the cuffs and says, hey, cuff yourself. So there's a lot of really weird things going on. The guy's backing away from the deputies, um, and he's supposed to be handcuffing him, you know, himself. And then the cop says, "I'm not going to ask you again, you mother effer. Put your GD cuffs on your on right now." A lot of profaning this thing. You've got uh, you're already um, done effing fighting me, and uh, all I was trying to do was temporarily detain you. Now put the cuffs on before I effing tase you. That's kind of the way this conversation is going between the uh, the cop and the bad guy. Um, look, bad guy breaks away bring them back and they make this thing really short. There's a break in the video when all three officers end up turning the body cams off. And then it, it shows up again. You're watching the video and it looks like our bad guys in the driver's seat of the car and they end up unloading on him. Um, and, uh, you know, all this happens, I think, about 11 minutes after they first arrived. So it's just a it, it can be confusing if I try to describe everything. But if you watch the video, it, it's, it's a little bit more explains a little bit more, but it leaves a lot of questions, which is why they're looking at dining these officers. Um, I see John, uh, John, uh, Chief John nodding his head up and down. Any comments on this, guys? We've got about nine minutes uh, before we do our next break. Um, I, I see. I, I can't read lips, John. I just can see the finger pointing at me. So uh, oh, we have Ward weighing in. I, I see your finger pointing. You're, on my screen, you're, looks like you're pointing at Chief John, but I think you're really, me- yeah, you're really going through John's brain matter into attorney ward okay attorney ward you're up this was uh just a bizarre uh video and story i can't understand what happened we'll have to wait and see i think the cops really come off looking bad with all their cursing including as i heard it i will tase you like a bitch um then telling the guy to put the cuss on seems bizarre to me uh Chip, you, and, and the fact that all three videos went off at the same time, you concluded from that, I think correctly, Chip, that they that they turned them off themselves. But the cop told, the cop's excuse was malfunction, which I simply don't believe. It, it's, it's far from clear whether he was, was he handcuffed when he was shot? What was he doing? Um, I, I, I don't get it. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, and, and I think that at one point when the cameras came back on, the guy was uh, when he was in the driver's seat of the car, he was only had one cup on, not both cups, and yeah, a lot of stuff was going on. Uh, uh, we got a, a bunch of open mics. Uh, go ahead, guys, jump in. Well, he kept saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He's redirecting. He's he's directing their attention elsewhere. I'm sorry. At, at the same time, he's doing what they don't want him to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, I I read uh, in a separate note that there was an AR-15 in the car. So the guy got out of his cuffs or wasn't in the cuffs and got into the car. It was that far away from that rifle. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I didn't see that. I read that somewhere. But, yeah, this was uh, – and then and the policeman – the guy goes, why are you arresting me? And the policeman said uh, something like, oh, I don't know. Why am I? Just, just crazy, crazy stuff. You can't say that. And I saw where the cameras turned off and then it leaked to a – I don't know how 
the officers could manage to all three of them turn off all the cameras at the same time. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, they got to well, they got to well, they got to <laughs> practice in that tech, in that environment. They got to be able to hit the button at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, John. Yeah, John. I could read your mind, brother. Yeah, we know. We know how that works. Yeah, it does stink. Uh, anybody else on this one? Everybody but the cat. Nobody. All right. Moving along here, then. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I wanted to cover this video because look, it, it's uh, it, it's in the news. Something really big might come out of this, and I, I just don't want to say that we didn't cover it. So we're covering it with the information that we have available. Like Ward said. There's really, there's just, it's just more confusing than anything else. But, you know, we're giving you guys access uh, to the link to the stuff so that you guys can make, you know, judgments for yourself. And then we'll, we'll cover whatever comes down the pipe later on. Um, moving along here, then we've got an, a, uh, another, uh, let's tell you, let's just jump to an update. Uh, lawofficer.com and policetribune.com. And we've got uh, judge recuses herself after saying prosecution of Austin cops appears politically motivated. Now, the article, Ward, I'm hoping you can provide some insight on this. You know, it's um, Sandy Malone wrote the article. Um, I, I think it's an interesting story. I, but you know, you've got two different angles to the story that are being presented. So you 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 have to, I guess, acknowledge that the writer Sandy Malone did a decent job about presenting both sides of it. But you're looking at it saying, "Wow, is this judge really saying that this thing is fixed?" Um, or the prosecutor, you know, the DA, has got a different angle on this. But a Travis County judge recused herself um, from the upcoming trials of four Austin, Texas police officers indicted for aggravated assault of protesters during the George Floyd riots in 2020. So a grand jury actually indicted 19 police officers in February, and four cases were assigned to this uh, Texas State District Judge Julie uh, Kokarik, and uh, this is reported by the Austin American Statesman. So our judge was assigned to preside over the trials of Austin police officer uh, Joseph Cast, uh, Joshua Jackson, Stanley Vick, and Justin Barry. And uh, so now we jump down to um, she tells Dexter Guilford, who's the head of the Travis County District Attorney's Office, uh, the Civil Rights Division, that she believes that um, she enjoyed a good relationship with the law enforcement in Travis County and that she believed the prosecution of the cases that arising out of this Austin George Floyd protest, that it was the consequence of politically motivated uh, campaign on the part of Travis County District Attorney Jose Garza. So um, serious accusation. So critics have repeatedly accused uh, the Travis County District Attorney, this Jose Garva guy, of having made its mission to make an example of, by criminally charging as many police officers as possible. And that was reported in the Washington Post, according to the article. So Officer Barry, who's one of these guys that got caught up in this, uh, that she was going to be hearing the case involving, he's one of the four. Uh, he is actually running for the Texas House District 19. And um, it, it says that... Uh, well, he's saying that this has nothing to do with justice, has nothing to do with any wrongdoing. He said this is simply about politics and a political agenda that is taking place uh, with these radical liberal district attorneys. Now, Officer Barry said that he and the other officers actually acted lawfully in their attempt to stop the violent riots as rioters were throwing frozen water bottles at them and other projectiles, which we've kind of heard stories like that. So the candidate said that the Travis County District Attorney was using the indictments to strip local law enforcement of the power to enforce the law, according to Fox News. And here's another quote from Barry saying this simply 
Um, this is simply about politics and political agenda that is taking place with these radical liberal district attorneys. They can't defund us and get rid of us uh, that way. Now they're going to try and de-police us by sending us to prison and indicting us. So Officer Berry was charged with aggravated assault by a public servant. And this crime, listen to this, aggravated assault by a public servant is a first-degree felony. It carries a maximum sentence of life in prison. Get that, according to Fox News. And uh, so they got some other information here. But Texas Governor Greg Abbott, he said in a statement that he's watching the officer's cases to see if he needs to, quote, take action to exonerate any police officer unjustly prosecuted, unquote. So it sounds like the Texas governor, who who we like, we've heard great things about, he's almost like, you know, our governor here in uh, in Florida. Uh, it sounds like he's got the officer's backs. Uh, but look, we've got about um, two and a half minutes or so. Uh, Ward, you want to start us off? Yeah, um, I just don't know enough about what these officers allegedly did. Uh, 19 officers being indicted smells bad, especially when it's done by Jose Garza, who's a super progressive prosecutor. I don't mean super in the, in the good sense, an uber progressive prosecutor. Apparently, one of the charges involves that they use beanbag uh, munitions, which are defective and out of date. Well, these cops don't have anything to do with that. So this, this also leads me to think that there's something seriously wrong here. Uh, on the other hand, with respect to this judge, she apparently told somebody that she felt betrayed because so many indict, there were so many indictments of officers. That's totally improper. She should be a judge, in my opinion, if she's going to be having conversations like that, trying to influence what the executive branch of the government does. Well, they came back and, and, and I guess embittered because they put it in an affidavit, right? They had to disclose the information, the conversation, I guess, and they put it in an affidavit form. Is that right? Well, I'm sure they put it in an affidavit form to embarrass her. And she's a moron for saying things like that, aside from being inappropriate. Thanks, Ward. Uh, Chief uh, Chief Newman. Hey, oh, I'm sorry, Randy. I, I know you've been waiting too, Randy. Go ahead. Go ahead, Randy. Go ahead, Randy. Age before beauty. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, this is a trend. This is a trend. This, uh, Garza is an absolutely anti-law enforcement prosecutor. He uh, he is using this as a political tool. There's absolutely no doubt. The judge is 100% correct in her in her viewpoints. Maybe I wouldn't have said it the way she did, but uh, she's absolutely she's absolutely right. Um, Garza wouldn't indict any of the animals that the thousands of animals that attacked these cops. They were preparing for a couple hundred people. Thousands of people showed up. They were literally under attack. They were fighting for their lives. They used munitions that, okay, um, were apparently old. So they they were they were they stuck together like the you know when the beanbag rounds they're supposed to you know be uh, be a little loose in there, but they they weren't. So when they impacted people, they gave them a little bit more than they bargained for. But so what? That isn't the police responsibility. And to, to indict uh, 19 police officers who now have to fight for their, literally for their lives, is, is such an unconscionable thing to do. I think that Garza needs to be removed from office and needs to be charged criminally. All right. Thanks, Lieutenant. Hey, guys, time for another commercial break. That's right, Brett. We'll be right back.
All right, so look, if you spend any time inside an armored vehicle, you know how cluttered that world can be, and the same is true of cruisers. Well, there is a new product line made by Tactote that takes advantage of all that steel. Tactote's products, they allow you to store a variety of gear at an arm's reach using magnetic technology. Now, you can have extra magazines, med kits, less lethal breaching tools. They can all have a portable magnetic staging solution, just to name a few. So guys, if you're looking to get your patrol cars or your armored vehicles more organized and also to be able to deploy faster, check out tac-tote.com. Well, welcome back to the Leo Roundtable Show. Um, sorry, Lieutenant Randy, we had that break. Uh, did you get everything out that you wanted to say? Are you good? Well, uh, I want you to open up your mic again, Lieutenant, because um, I, I know we talked about the book, but we have not talked about the Wounded Blue yet. I know that's a, a charity that's, uh, well, it's your charity that you started, you found it, and it's close and dear to your heart. So can you tell our users how they can uh, support the charity and a little bit about it? Absolutely. The Wounded Blue is the national assistance and support organization for injured and disabled law enforcement officers. We uh, uh, understand that injuries can be physical or they can be emotional and psychological. And we've helped thousands of police officers from across the nation deal with both of those of those terribly uh, troubling um, types of, of engagements. Now, um, we're, gonna, we're, we're coming down to police week. So the Wounded Blue is going to be at Tent City in Washington, D.C. Um, We're going to have a booth there. I'm going to have a bunch of my team members there to work with police officers who are struggling. And uh, uh, I, I welcome that people look at our website. Help us. We, we need your help desperately um, to, to raise money for law enforcement charity. These days is very difficult. So I ask you to go to thewoundedblue.org. Read about us, see who we are, get yourself a T-shirt like I got or a mug and uh, under the shopping area. But donate to the Wounded Blue, five bucks, ten bucks. These men and women are heroes. And anybody who, uh, who gives to our organization can be a hero to those heroes. Thanks. Excellent show. Um, good commentary by everybody. So thanks for uh, um, thanks for doing that. Hey, uh, also a shout out to uh, FLG Man and also to MVS. Thank you for supporting the show. Gauls, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TAC-Tote.com, who was on the show tonight uh, chatting with us, and Bang Energy for fueling us. Uh, thanks to your support. Uh, we're able to continue the show. So look, hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week.